goes in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. You know the best part about being an unsuccessful true crime podcast is? What? Oh my God, there are so many things! <laughs> best part is we never have to pay royalties for all the video grabs we use in our fucking theme song. <laughs> We're winning! Because no one knows. <laughs> And again, because we're so pov, what are they taking? The literal last pot I'm shitting in? <laughs> you shit in a pot? <laughs> Who can afford the water to flush? Oh my God, if you want to change your life, okay, and not necessarily for the better, if you absolutely 100% want to make your life worse, you should watch Extreme Cheapskates for life advice. Extreme cheap. This is a TV show. Yes, an American TV show. Okay, <laughs> she says. <laughs> of course it is. Oh my god, this is literally about the cheapest people in the world. Like you think you're cheap. You think you're cheap. I'm pretty cheap until you meet these people. Okay, okay. I've I have found out I'm not cheap. I'm cost effective. Okay, uh, there's a difference. There's a scun scale. That's what my OnlyFans says. Okay, cost effective. Oh Jesus. <laughs> no. Oh my god, these people are so cheap. Ask me how cheap. How cheap? Okay. One woman every day goes to a different store that sells exercise equipment. And she says, oh, no, I just want to try out this machine and does a 45-minute workout. Oh, my God. In the store, in her gym equipment, rather than pay gym fees. That's kind of genius. Another woman puts bricks in... Okay, this is is so many. She puts bricks in her pool... So she doesn't have to fill the pool up with as much water. <laughs> her children fucking hate her. Yeah. So much. Another woman, okay, yeah. saves money by peeing into a jar. Okay, so right. just a big giant jar, like a big Costco jar. She pees into the jar. Yeah. And just, you know, beep, 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 Just puts all her peas in there. And then when she has to do a number two... She opens up the jar and uses that, puts that in the top to flush the poo away. That's on the rare occasion that she treats herself by pooing in her own house. Usually she just gets up and goes to the gas station down the road. I was going to say, wouldn't you just go to a public toilet or something if you're that tight? But this is like, you know, oh, it's your birthday. Treat yourself. (coughs) It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Have a poo. (laughs) Flush it with your own piss. I mean, that's some prepper shit that I uh, kind of admire, but man, that house must stink. Another woman cooks lasagna in her dishwasher. Yeah, you can cook in a dishwasher. It doesn't make it right. It's no, and then they showed it because her, and you know what really does my head in? They're always like, and then the partner. How do these people have partners? You know what? I will let you. Piss in the toilet. I'll make you a vegan lasagna in the oven. I'm single. How are these people with partners? Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out the mechanics of why she's cooking in the dishwasher. Because you can do it. Because it'll cook. Because she doesn't want to turn her oven on. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that she's saving energy. She's actually using water to essentially confit. Oh, no. She puts the dirty dishes in with the lasagna. You know what? I kind of respect that. <sighs> 
It wouldn't be tasty because it wouldn't have crust. Like there wouldn't be How a crust. How do you have a girlfriend? How do you have a girlfriend? And this is the thing. No, they showed it. She normally like her boyfriend. Okay, yeah. or her partner. He's not allowed to have people over because if people come over, they'll expect the lights to be turned on. You know. Okay. And oh, when they watch TV, he has to turn the TV off at the wall when the ads are on, so you don't waste electricity. What? Okay, yeah. What? So she lets him have some people round to watch like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So they're all sitting around. Most of them are sitting on like garbage, like plastic chairs that she's found by the side of the road because they don't own furniture. Because yeah. we have one chair, we take turns on sitting on it. Yeah. So everyone's sitting around, and then she feeds them the dime store like dishwasher lasagna. lasagna everyone looks so fucking miserable and everyone's <laughs> just like what is this shit oh and they're just like it's so watery Ugh. oh my god and and this is the kicker so she makes everyone uh like pasta with just like pasta sauce on top yeah but again it's not a homemade pasta i'm just saying if you're that cheap make it yourself but anyway so it's bottled thing yeah yeah so when everyone finishes yeah. The leftover food, she is like scraping the pasta sauce off the pasta to put back in the bottle. Uh, that's not hygienic. <laughs> that's... She's like, we're all related. We've all got each other's DNA. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, clearly your fucking parents are brother and sister. <laughs> Holy How shit. did we get onto this? Cheapskating. Uh, the, the cheapskatiest thing I've ever seen yeah. was about 20 years ago <clears throat> when a friend of mine who turned out to be a junkie. Mm. Came over, hadn't seen him for years. Yeah. And he popped over and he's like, oh, how you going? And like he comes in, like the first thing he says is, hey man, can I borrow like a wall socket? I was like, yeah, that's fine. And he charges his phone. Mm. And he, all he wanted was enough charge in his phone to call his dealer. <laughs> and as soon as he called his dealer, he left. <laughs> oh. Hey, how you going? How you going? I've got two bars. He got a fucking bag. There we go. He's off. <laughs> See you, Ben. Short and sweet. That's how I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. That was not where I was going to be like, oh, my God, our lives are so um, interesting. But I think we've just killed that lie uh, with this. Oh, my God. I only just remembered before we set up to record things. Yeah. You have something. You promised me something. You promised the listeners something for this week because we didn't do it last week. We're not looking at the dick pic. Come on. Show me the dick pic. I don't even have my phone. Oh. It's actually right next to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. This is the only okay, reason look, people. It's tune. not. The, it's the only reason Allison tunes in. We should. We couldn't like rename like the podcast to like Dick Connoisseurs. Dickosaurs. Dickosaurs. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of the quality that she's being sent. To be yeah, honest, yeah, it is. Look, and again, this is not a consenting picture of people sharing pictures. This dick pic was not asked for, and it was sent. Oh, are we sure that's a dick and not a thumb? It looks like a mollusk. What is that? It's a watermelon-coloured mollusk. It actually doesn't look like it's attached to him. It looks like he's holding a pink carrot over his vagina. <laughs> Tell me that's <coughs> not a vagina. It looks like a vagina. Wow, okay. It's a strange dick. Oh, you know what is so weird? It looks like he's gone to all the effort to shave the hair around his dick and balls. Yeah. But as soon as the balls end, yeah. the hair is there. Yeah. So obviously from like the penium all the way to his anus is very hairy. Yeah. Ew. It's like if you're going to mow the lawn, you've got to do the edges. Yeah. You've, it's like a reverse Brazilian. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like an ass Brazilian. Oh, no, that's, that's Bolsonaro's Brazil. That's just a denuded area expanding out. 
Wow. There's okay, he also looks like he's in a hospital bed or some kind of care facility. But isn't it a weird dick? If that's a very weird di- like I said, I wouldn't be convinced it was a dick. Like, we're, we're like the antiques roadshows for dick. For dicks, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's honestly, I don't think that's his dick. I think he has got a dick off somebody else. And is just because you don't actually see any connection to his body. He's using oh, his like fingers. the the trick when you I got your nose. I got your nose exactly. Yeah. Maybe he was just born with an abnormally large thumb. Got your dick. That doesn't go so well with the uncle. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on the uncle. Oh god. <coughs> oh my god! And we stop. Yeah, that's very. And also, all that he's. I'm just going to say this as well. If you're going to shave the hair around, like, your your dick and your balls, you've then got to make sure that you don't just expose a lot of weird coloured skin. Yeah. Like, I don't know, get under a sunbed or something. No, don't tan your balls. Get in the sun. I don't know, that's not good. No that's one needs weird. a ball tan. Yeah, but your, your nether regions shouldn't look like a checkerboard either. No, but at the same time, don't go getting skin cancer on your ball sack. Well... I don't know. Looking at this picture, I'm just, it's a little from column A. Yeah. A little from col- well, you know what? While you're shaving your anus, which frankly you should be doing, and not just leaving this weird hedge in the... Oh. Yeah. You know what this is? It's like when people have that grass growing up the concrete driveway, yeah. but you've just let the bit in the middle just grow wild. It's a golf course. He's, he's got all fairway and plenty of rough. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's... No. It's just... It has weird lines on it. Look, like, on, on the he, plus side, he he doesn't have a visible STI, unlike previous dicks that Alison has sent us. Yeah, but he also doesn't have, like, a visible human dick that's his. I'm not... No. It looks like the bit that comes out of a face hugger that, like, scratched around <laughs> on the grass, the glass trying to get to mute. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, my God, this looks like if one of the androids from Aliens just picked up a dead marine's dick and oh. then tried to, like, catfish Ripley to be like, hey, baby, I'm a human man. Yeah. Let's do it, baby. No. Yeah, while he's covered in all that white liquid. Oh, I'm going to call him Dick Thumb. It's pretty weird. Yeah. What would you give that dick out of 10 other than counselling? <laughs> look, look, I'm going to give him a four. Oh, look, you know what? I would- I'm not a dick expert. I would give the original owner a two. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give him <laughs> minus four because I'm not convinced. Put that penis back wherever it belongs. Send it back, mate. That's not yours. I can get you a toe in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally get anything on Craigslist yeah, these days. necro dick. All yeah. right. <laughs> it's like replicants. The fucking Blade Runner. I only make dick. <laughs> oh my god is that from the extended cut in, incept dates i only make dick why is it so cold in here small dick <laughs> oh. large room lots of drafts it's not my fault <laughs> oh my lord well again <sighs> that's a beautiful tangent see the glamorous life we lead I just really hope that Alison isn't like revenge porning people who've like legitimately been asked to send her dick pics. No. You don't reckon? No. You don't reckon we've been. She's a lady. She wouldn't do that. No, I don't just mean as in no human female would do that. I'm saying that she is an actual lady. Like, 
Good day, milady. Rides side saddle. No, she's like, she is the Maid Marion to yeah. our Robin Hood of. And he shot dick pics through her window. <laughs> yeah, pew, 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 pew. And that's how she fights back against tyranny. <laughs> one unrequested dick pic at a time. I'm just imagining the Kevin Costner version where like a dick goes through a glory <laughs> hole and then a faster dick goes through the middle of it <laughs> and splits it open like a banana. Robin of oh. Coxley. All I can think is when Ailstorm write their song that your pirate ship can eat a bag of dicks, yes. I imagine that is the that is the bag of dicks that they were picturing. How do you feel knowing that Louis C.K. is the person who coined the phrase bag of dicks? He, just because he is a dick doesn't mean that he coined the he phrase. He 100% coined the oh, phrase. Oh, people said it before him because did people not. had met him. No, he coined the phrase, eat a bag of dicks. I guarantee people, it was because people, and when I say people, I mean (laughs) allegedly victims, screamed, eat a bag of dicks at him, and he stole it. There, I'm saying it. Okay, well, he's the one who first put it on record, so now you're basically, it's like liking Michael Jackson's music. I do like Michael Jackson's music. I love Michael Jackson. Yeah, me too. That's that's my moral fucking. You were you were the worst cancel culture person ever. I'm just saying. I don't even know what you're saying. What are we saying? I don't know. We're gonna stop talking about dicks on this shit. I think we need to talk about more dicks. To be honest, let's have a Patreon only dick review. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! (laughs) We should set up a a Patreon. Gabbing about your goods. I'm pouring myself another one of the Jim Beam Double Oak. I'm on the blue label today yeah. just because I thought I'd treat myself. Why not? It's Wednesday. Go for it. Exactly. It's uh, it's smooth. <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> if you've ever seen me try to pick someone up. Oh, my God. It is the uncoolest thing you've ever seen. I need to see this. Oh, my God. It's like I'm like one of those like awkward birds. You know when you see those like <laughs> David Attenborough documentaries and they're all like, rah, rah, and I just start throwing sticks and... <laughs> Present my fancy feathers and nice. then and then I just uh, shake some cat fur onto them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just like walk away rejected. <laughs> oh, what can you do? But you know what? It's so weird thinking about you know talking about things that are just weird and mysterious that people just don't understand. Yeah, talking of my mating dance. <laughs> That also brings us to the topic of this week. Would you believe? Yes, I would. Oh my god! Who knew? Ah. Oh. This week, we are going to Lake Erie. Oh, is that in Michigan? That's in America. Okay. America. It was named after the Erie tribe um, of Native Americans who originally lived on its northern shores. Erie meaning long tail. Cool. It is the fourth, and that's, that's important. Hold that in the back of your brain. Long tail. Long tail. Which that dude who's in the picture did not have. Did not have. No. It is the fourth largest lake by surface area of the Great Lakes in North America and globally is the 11th largest lake. Woo! 11th! Nice. (laughs) I wonder what the largest is. I knew you were going to ask me that. I'm going to Google it while we talk. It's all right. Its deepest point. Fucking dick again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, deepest point it's, Yeah, rub it in Here's I'm trying to get some I literally just can't Like, Alison's getting them thrown over the fence I can't <laughs> get one for love nor money Oh, my Lord. oh it's the Caspian Sea yeah. There you go Okay, 
Can a C be a lake? Is it a lake, but they've just miscalled it well, a sea? Well, it's completely landlocked, so it's a lake. But it's also a sea? Well, because it's so fucking big. Well, but then what's the difference between a lake and a sea? I don't know. I'm not oh, a fucking cartographer. Fucking... <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, okay. <laughs> we'll look that up. <laughs> if anyone knows, let us know at realmothmen at gmail.com because we don't know. Um, its deepest point... Oh, send us a dick pic. Its deepest point <laughs> is 210 feet. Yep. Or 64 metres deep. It's pretty deep. Yeah. The largest city on the lake is Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. And it supplies water to two, not one, but two nuclear power plants. Oh, God, America, what are you doing? And has caught fire no less than 15 times. The lake? The lake. The lake has caught fire. The lake of water. The lake of fresh water. The lake. The lake. The lake. Is on fire. <laughs> the lake. Yeah. The lake. The lake is on fire. <laughs> Fifteen times. Okay. Puts the water into the nuclear power plants. <laughs> Fucking hell. And it's the reason, it uh, uh, was one of the major reasons why America formed its Environmental Protection Agency. Okay. In the 70s, whole sections of the lake would be declared dead. Oh. Flatline. That's no good. And this pollution may have also had one more larger devastating consequence. As some suggest, it could have signaled the death throes for America's own Loch Ness Monster. Richard Nixon? <laughs> As this week we, look, week we look at the exciting tale of Bessie, the Lake Erie's monster. Bessie? Or I once called a cryptoid this big. Nice. I'd rather be Krypton. <laughs> oh, hey. nice. <laughs> Now, white settlers in America first reported seeing this mysterious creature in 1793. But stories of creatures in this area stretch back centuries, according to Native American Indian folklore. The Seneca tribe have a tale involving good and evil spirits who battle. The evil spirit commanding a large water serpent who swims in Lake Eerie, Ooh, as well as the Niagara River. Oh, wow. The Iroquois tribes have legends of a similar horned water serpent, like a dragon who lived in the Great Lakes, including Lake Erie. An area is said to have poisonous breath. <sighs> For me in the mornings. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyone out there, if you can remember the name of this movie, because I have spent my whole life trying to remember what the friggin' name of this movie is and I can't remember it, but it's... And I swear the dialogue was, for some reason... Um, okay, so a couple wake up in bed after having, like, a passionate evening. Yeah. And he says to her, Oh, hang on, I've got to go find the kitten. And she's like, what kitten? And he's like, oh, the kitten that's clearly shat in my mouth. <laughs> because his breath was that pond. If you know what film that is, just message us, us at okay. willmothman at gmail.com. Right. I'm going to Google that. 
So he has poisonous breath and would capsize canoes and eat those traveling on the lake. Stay the fuck off the lake. Uh, uh, Is that the worst thing for you to experience before you die? Do you think shit breath? (sighs) Promised land, Keith Sutherland. Okay, that's why I can't remember it. Yeah. Okay. What's it? Is it does it involve vampires? If it doesn't involve Keith Sutherland as a vampire, I'm not sure I want to watch it. Or as a regulator. Uh, that's all it says. Yeah, okay. That's He's, what it's famous for. Okay. <laughs> so it's out there throwing over canoes, eating everyone traveling on the lake. To protect themselves, the tribe provided offerings and invoked the creature's mortal enemy, Hidon, the thunder god. That's pretty sweet. Take that water serpent. Oh, my God. So, you know what? Next time you get an unsolicited dick pic or someone is trying to, you know, harass you with your sea serpent, just place an an offering to hit on the thunder god and ask him to strike it with lightning. (laughs) Right in the dick. Dick lightning. Get behind that. Now, in 1793, the crew on board a sloop called Felicity. Oh, a sloop called Felicity. <laughs> nice. Imagine, imagine getting around in those days like, you know, this is my sloop, which we're going to use to do trade and with felt pelts and furs and trappings and bear hide. What's it called? Felicity. <laughs> but no, the other thing is like other people is like other people are getting like, you know, countries and, yeah. you know, continents and giant churches yeah. named after them. This bitch gets a sloop. Just a sloop. Not even an ocean liner. <laughs> Fucking sloop. Oh, Lord's not getting you much for your birthday. No. Uh, so they were on board the Felicity. <laughs> um, and they were on Lake Erie, just north of San- where Sandusky, Ohio is located. Okay. Shooting ducks, like dickheads. When they accidentally disturbed a creature, they could not identify. No. So here you are. This is 1793. You were in a whole other continent. You were literally on the other side of the world. And here is this glorious, majestic creature that no one, no one has ever seen before comes forth from the waters in front of you. What do you do? Fucking shoot it. That's what you do. (laughs) You'd make a good member of the Felicity. I look at that beautiful nature and I'll shoot it in the face. You get your five-year-old that you abducted from his family to be your fife player. <laughs> and he goes, twiddly, 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 <laughs> while you shoot at it with muskets. So they continue to shoot at the large serpent some 40 feet in length. Fuck, that's decent. Also, you're in a sloop. I don't think you should be fucking antagonizing anything, mofo. Sloop's a decent size. Is it enough to take on a 40-foot sea monster, though? Yeah. Sloop, yeah. Sloops have about 20 people on them. And this is why men die younger than <laughs> In 1817, three separate sightings were recorded. Yeah. The crew of a schooner on the lake reported seeing a dark-coloured spotted serpent that measured about 40 feet in length. We are certainly not getting these pictures sent to us. Later in the year, another crew on the lake reported seeing something. Except this crew claimed that the creature was copper-coloured and was 60 feet in length. (gasps) How do you think this crew reacted? (laughs) 
They shot at it? They shot at it, of course. Of course oh you my did. God, there are no scientists. <laughs> They're not there with stones for science. Oh, this is American science. Every man on board fired their musket in unison. <laughs> Shoot at it like it's a school. <laughs> they all fired their musket at the creature in unison, all without effect, it oh. would just seem. As the creature, fuck you, <laughs> swam away. Yeah. Given it the fin, I like to think. Then later in the year, near Toledo, Ohio, two French brothers, <laughs> the Dussars, they claimed they both saw a huge creature on the shore of Lake Erie. But again, I'm sure the man who sent that picture to Allison <laughs> described it as a large creature on the shore. I don't know, it's Ohio. It could just be an Ohioan. <laughs> just, when's Walmart open? <laughs> I've run out of candy corn. The creature was 30 feet long and looked like a sturgeon. Banana for scale? That's what I want to know. <laughs> talking about this other one we were talking about the itan moman and they they waved that bit of fabric in the sky and they got people to like describe the length yeah and it was somewhere between 30 to 100 times like longer than it actually was so but have you have you seen a sturgeon fish i have how would you describe it to our listeners because i was like what is a sturgeon because i don't fish i've looked it up now but how would you describe it uh kind of long and thin with small fins and it kind of looks like, you know, to me, it looks like a, it looks like a bodybuilding eel. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like an eel that's clearly been, you know, I'm not going to say it's on the roids, but I'm not saying it's not on the roids, but it's definitely on the roids. Yeah. It's the kind of fish a Russian would eat. I was going to say the kind of Russian that a Russian would fight. Or marry. <laughs> and then drive around with it in his like, <coughs> sidecar through the streets of Moscow. <laughs> now, the creature... So they said the creature was 30 feet long and looked like a sturgeon fish, but it had arms like a human. Ooh. Uh, this was definitely two unattractive, dirty people doing it on the shore. <laughs> it's a double-decker dog. <laughs> That they just mistook for, like, one object. Yeah. That's just just two people lazy to take their brown pants off just doing it. Yeah. Someone's got their arms out. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, it's got arms. No, just look away, Barry. Don't explain it to him. It's got got legs behind its head. (laughs) Do you want to explain it to him? I'm not explaining it to him. What do you reckon's creepier to see on a cryptid, human arms or human feet? Oh, no, definitely, definitely hands. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine the hands are going to be like, you know, the butler in, is it Scary Movie 2 that has the weirdly shaped little hands? (laughs) Yeah. I just imagine that the creature is just going to keep trying to like touch your face with its weird alien hand. Yeah. And just, you know, just like, it's going to try and put it in my mouth. Oh, yeah, fair call. And in your mashed potato and... Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely weirder. What do you think? Well, I was going to go with feet, but you make a good point. Why do you think feet's weirder? I don't know. It's still like the idea of a monster that can run at you and still wear thongs. 
See, I would. Oh my god! And see, now I'm just picturing like a xenomorph in a pair of flip flops. Yeah. And you know what the best bit? The house would be completely quiet, and you'd be hiding like under the bed in terror, and then you just hear this. As it just comes down the hallway. Oh, just imagine all the killer lines that James Cameron could have used. Oh. No shoes, no shirt, no dice. <laughs> oh, Not in those shoes. Ah, <laughs> oh, so many monster kills. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have to make this a movie. Or just, oh, my God, an Australian serial killer movie, but with flip flops. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, in space, no one can hear you flip flop. <laughs> That's not my best. It's not the best, but it works. <laughs> oh no! So yeah, so this thirty-foot uh, <coughs> creature with its human hands. I oh, wait for it. The description gets better. The creature appeared to be writhing in agony. Oh. <laughs> yes. Most most of these people would never have seen a female orgasm. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh no. If anyone's oh. going to recognise a female orgasm, I'd say they'd be the only yeah. ones qualified. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So they were like, oh, clearly. Oh, oh. oh she is being, uh, she is being dominated with the finest goose fat. Oh, she is not clearly not into that. Oh. So the brothers ran away to get help because they are, after all, French. <laughs> so he saw, oh, oh, it's a terrible situation. They surrendered. They ran away. I don't know why the French have this reputation for cowardice. They're some of the most brutal people they in the world. They're fucking vicious. They the French are vicious. They famously surrendered. Ask ask anyone in Africa about the French. And that, they would put their hands up, but they've been fucking lopped off. <gasps> well, that's the Belgians. That <laughs> yeah, was King Leopold. Yeah, 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 get it right. Cool. Oh, my God. They literally surrendered. It's the most famous surrender. All the French people out there, I, I fucking got your back. You know what? That's that's the reason because the only part of them you're going to see is their back as they run away and surrender. Ooh, I said it. I Jesus said it. Christ. And they're shit at Eurovision. Yeah. That, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, no, I tell you about the French actually have excellent working conditions. They When they chopped heads off, they meant it. Like, they have really great things. Yeah. You know, like fucking, it's illegal for your boss to contact you outside of work hours. How See? amazing is that? See, I oh. fucking love the French. I know. Oh, my God. Part of me wants to, like, sign up to a union while I jack off, while I learn <laughs> about those kind of French laws. Okay. Like, oh. oh, my God. You get a paid day to move every year because people change, yeah. you know, houses so often because, you know, just... They probably have orgasm leave. They have like astounding, like like maternity leave, and yeah. just like the just the uh, because I'm French leave. It's fucking fantastic. I haven't had an orgasm in three weeks. Well, go get your government assigned six foot two half Algerian boy, <laughs> and he will pleasure you. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, oh my god, how are you standing? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh my god, so, yeah. As much as we hang shit on France, there's a lot of shit that they got going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, join a union also. And then you can get your paid masturbation days. <laughs> can you imagine calling up your... Just being like, uh, not coming in today. Why? Just just like not speak for a bit and all you can hear is... Okay, I get yeah. it. I'm having a wank. Just, just stay on the phone for a bit longer. <laughs> Could you maybe call me a bad employee? Just to... 
Oh, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's such a bad workout. Oh, such a bad workout. I can't believe I'm having a foley fapping. <laughs> well, I told you, I used to, like, used to work for that. Our supervisor was that guy. He was just so, just, un, he just he shouldn't have been a, so, a supervisor. He was just so unprepared for the world. And I just called him up one day to be like, oh, look, I'm not coming in. And he kept being like, oh, but like, why? Why? For a start, none of your fucking business. You can't ask me. Yeah. But, you know, he was just like, oh, why? Because, oh, you know, we're short-staffed and, you know, blah, blah. And I like, I I was on my period and I was just, I had no shit to give. And I was just like, I am on the worst fucking period of my life. Like, there is blood everywhere. You could actually just ah! as he threw his phone and <laughs> ran away from it. From that moment on, he never gave me any shit about nah, time off ever of course again. Not. I'd just be like, I'm gonna have okay hangs up. <laughs> oh Lord. So anyway, uh, so they ran away to get help. When they returned with others, there was no sight of the creature. Oh. Just a few silver scales that were the size of silver dollars left of the sand. Oh, that's like ancient Blade Runner. Now, (laughs) the next documented sighting was in 1892 when a crew on board a ship on Lake Erie encountered a strange sight. The captain called out to his crew as he saw in the waters about a mile in front of the boat, the waters began to churn and foam. (laughs) French are in town. (laughs) As the boat moved closer, those on board said they witnessed a terrifying (coughs) creature approximately 50 feet in length and four feet in circumference. <sighs> people often forget about the width. Width is also important. Girth is the girth is where it's at. They say the creature was brown in colour. <laughs> First reported sighting of a BBC <laughs> in America. <laughs> oh my god, there's a big black creature. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> they say once you saw the Lake Erie monster, you never went back to Sasquatch. <laughs> Fair enough. They say the creature was brown in colour with very large fins. And it was, quote, wrestling about in the waters as if, as if it were fighting with an unseen foe. <laughs> <coughs> The creature then outstretched its body and its head rose up out of the water about four feet. Its eyes were described as, quote, viciously sparkling. <laughs> Who was the guy that came up with those adjectives? It's up if you're a pirate who's been alone on the ocean too long. You, you've had some schooling. Oh, <laughs> give us them adjectives we heard so much about. Oh my god, I would love to see that on the news. Like when they talk to like eyewitnesses, <laughs> no one's ever like, "Oh, his eyes were viciously sparkling." <laughs> I want to see more of that on the news. They say to kill adjectives with an axe, <laughs> but he was viciously sparkling. <laughs> I just feel like a champagne should pop in the background. When you it's say. like his drag name, but he's just trying to drop it into. <laughs> Everyday conversation. Oh my god! Oh my god! How how amazing would that be as a drag name? Viciously sparkling. Oh, it's more of a roller derby kind of name. 
Do you imagine how bad drag queens were in the 1880s? Oh, my God. Actually, one episode, yeah. um, because I'm still researching it. It's so fabulous. We are going to do an episode yeah. on um, America's first ever documented African-American drag queen. Okay. Oh, my Lord, and talk about a queen. Oh, my God. Like, the adversity, the racism, the slavery that is, is all against this fabulous queen but still manages to shine. Wow. We ha- we're going to do it. We're going to do an episode. Okay. I'm trying to pull all of the different information streams together for that one. It's fascinating. But okay. we will actually get to that. Okay. Um. I forgot where I was. I got so excited by drag queens. Viciously sparkling. Four years later, on May the 5th, 1896. Actually, you know what? I, I want to meet someone who describes me, my eyes, as viciously sparkling. That's what I want. That's what, so that'd be in my notebook. Um, four years later, on May the 5th, 1896... Four people claimed that they saw a creature about 30 feet long with a dog-shaped head and a pointy tail. I don't know what the fuck a pointy tail is, but that was their words. And it's like, have you seen a tail? Like, how does a tail point if you're not a terrier? Or a fucking lizard. They got a pointy tail. I guess. Mm, Okay. Fine. So it's pointy tail, and it was just frolicking at the waters at Crystal Beach near Fort Erie. Doesn't actually play much of a role for an aquatic animal, having a pointy tail. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, then again, iguanas. Mm. Um, I'm on the spectrum. (laughs) Actually, some people go on. Some people later on are suggesting that the creature can actually, for brief periods on time, exist on land. Oh, God. Hence the weird writhing in front of the French. (laughs) <laughs> I think someone was just like, they just saw that there were Frenchmen and they were like, oh my God, should we? I've always wanted to. But come on, they're French. What's the French word for dogging? They're out of town. Dun, dun, they won't know who we are. We'll never see them again. Then they're back five minutes later. Oh my God, how awkward. <laughs> they brought a crowd. Ah! <laughs> just swim in the ocean. Oh Lord. So they saw the creature with its pointy tail just frolicking in the waters. Then the creature disappeared just before nightfall. No. Showing up having a splash. That's cute. On July the 8th, 1898, after more sightings, the Daily Register of Sandusky, Ohio, reported that the monster was able to live in both water and on the land. And that this 30-foot creature was... Again, you ready for the quotes? Yeah. Oh, my God. A fierce, ugly, calling, coiling thing. That's actually pretty cool. Call it a snake or what you will. <laughs> the reporter goes, goes on to write that <clears throat> for a number of years, vague stories about huge serpents have come with each recurring season from Canadian shores. And now, at last, the existence of these fierce monsters is verified, and the fact so well established that it can no longer be questioned. Wow. So basically, what they mean by that was in 1896, a guy who claimed to be a vicar saw it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's verified now. Beyond question. (laughs) A man in a skirt said he saw it. (laughs) 
<laughs> as long as you're it's a Christian skirt, it's all right. Men can wear those skirts without getting cancelled. Oh, but he, <laughs> oh Lord. as long as they don't read to kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Out of every group being accused of trying to sexualize children, it's not the drag queens. No, drag queens are fabulous. They have no interest in your short, fat, pimply little children. Well, beyond helping them become literate, you know. Yeah, beyond that, no yeah. interest. Uh, That's yeah. why they hate them. They're actually doing something they won't. Yeah. Oh my god! You know what? That's how we're going to get a generation. Okay, if you get drag queens reading stories to kids, you know what? We might end up with some better descriptions. On the television. We're going to end up with some viciously sparkling. I think this is how we ended up with viciously sparkling. (laughs) Some kid was was taught how to read by a guy called Carlotta. (laughs) And look how fabulous it was. Oh, my God. His scales were like sequins. (laughs) Glistened like rhinestones under stage lights. What you're saying is if you hate drag queens reading to kids, you hate... Literacy. Yeah. Yeah. You hate the beautiful language. Yeah. The monster was a coiling thing, like a penis being tucked between legs. (laughs) With weird pointy tail. What? (laughs) I didn't see any double-sided tape, but it must have been there. In 14 years later, in 1912, the Daily Register printed a story detailing that Kelly's Island residents saw a large monster break through a sheet of ice and scramble towards the shore. Witnesses described the large creature in its huge head, its mouth snarling open to reveal a row of ferocious teeth. The last story in the line reads... April 1st. Are you joking? No. Fucking hell. <sighs> Can you imagine you start reading that in the paper? How many people just got up, like lit their shotgun and went down to the lake and started shooting before they even got to the end of the article? <sighs> How could you ever report straight news again? I know. After that, Titanic sinks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're falling for that again, Barry. <laughs> oh, my God. In July 1931, two men, Cliff Wilson and Francis Bagenstos, hey. were out just two men fishing in their rowboat at night. Oh, fucking hell. Why do people do this? Wink. <laughs> Where's your bait? Don't need none. <laughs> you are my bait, bearer. <laughs> Let me look in those viciously sparkling eyes. I want to see your monster unfurl. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine being so repressed you've got to go out into a lake at night to fuck. I know. Oh my. And on a boat. That's impressive. It's very, dingies. very difficult to fuck on a oh, boat. Oh, Lord. Fucking on a boat takes some skill. Yeah. Oh, there's... The, oh, my God. There's, there's the name of your, like, life's autobiography. <laughs> it's like fucking on a boat. Takes the skill. You know what else takes the skill? Barry! I mean, it's a very awkward conversation that you're having with someone. You know what to do if you ever fall out of a boat is that you need to uh, climb in from the stern. <laughs> is what you need to do there. <laughs> and maybe if you're, you know, best, you know, so you want to be buoyant, you might want to <coughs> lose those pantaloons. <laughs> you know, you can make a life jacket from your pants. 
Really? Dead set. Really? How? So you tie off the ends, uh-huh. get it wet. Yeah. So you tie off like the cuffs where your feet are. Yeah. And you basically just kind of scoop air into it. Yeah. Right? And then you just tie off the bit where your legs go in. Yeah. And you basically make like a kind of double-ended pretzel. What? Dead set. It will I, hold air. I do not believe this. It's real. It's 100% true. All right, we're going down to the ocean and we're going to film you trying this. Or we're just going to look at YouTube where I can show you videos of this. No, that's not the same. I want to... This th- is a It's na- Hollywood magic. It is a naval survival skill. You can turn your pants into... I want, if you don't do it, I don't believe it. I, don't, I only own shorts. Well, we're going to get a pair of pants from somewhere <sighs> and you can show us that survival skill. Okay. All right. Oh, my God, if only the people in the Titanic had more pants. If only the baker had thrown more pants over <laughs> instead of just fucking deck chairs. I'm calling bullshit, but whatever. Okay. Uh, so let's just go back to poor two... Poor men can't even go fishing alone at night like two best men could in yeah. the late 30s. or early 1900s. Yeah. Two men at night just outside of Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. They were terrified by a beast in their pants. <laughs> they say it came out of the water. At least something was coming out. Oy. It came out of the water and the two men hit the creature unconscious with the boat oars. Wow. Eh, 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 eh. They then brought it on board and finished it off. You know who else got finished off on that boat? <laughs> The creature was brought on shore and placed into a large crate and the two men sent for the town sheriff claiming that they had killed the Lake Erie monster. The sheriff arrived with townsfolk in tow. They all came to see the creature. The creature was about 20 feet in length and a foot wide with scales all over its body. When the sheriff looked at it, he looked into the crate and said, quote, Yep, sure looks like a monster to me. (laughs) Science. (laughs) This is Jaws. Now, as fate would have it. Yeah. A reporter for the New York Times just happened to be vacationing in the city on the day. And obviously, he heard all the excitement that the Lake Erie monster had been captured. Yeah. And so, he went out and reported on the story. And the story went nationwide. So, immediately, Harold Madison, who was the curator of the Cleveland Museum of Natural History, rushed to Sandusky immediately. Upon seeing the creature... He stared into the crate with wide eyes. (laughs) This is never good. And quickly declared it to be an Asian python. (laughs) Not native to these waters to be sure, but certainly no lake monster. That's brilliant. But the question is just how did an Asian python end up in the lake? I just imagine those two gay fishermen just going, I didn't think an Asian python could get that big. You go to Bali for one holiday. Uh, Well, the sheriff uh, couldn't ask the two men as they ducked out of town very quickly. Oh. After it was declared a humble python. Oh, dear. 
But it turns out one of the men had distant relatives in the outskirts of town and the sheriff quickly established that the duo worked at a travelling sideshow that had a travelling menagerie. It turns out the two men were planning to exhibit the python all across the country in their show as the Lake Erie Monster. Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking capitalism. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine thinking that's your ticket. Yeah. That was their, like, yes! They just went in, poor Barry the Snake, and just, you know, after being dragged across the world in this freezing cold environment where yeah. it couldn't sustain itself, turned up its little toes, and they were like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Quick, put a stick up its ass, and I'll pretend to wrestle it in the lake. <laughs> Fucking hell. America. In 1960... Ken Collick claims he was fishing off a pier in Sandusky at about 11pm Yeah, on a clean and calm night. He wants to emphasise he was not drunk. <laughs> Which means... Every good story starts that way. He was drunk. He was drunk, yep. When he claims that he heard the sound of two rats in the water below. <laughs> so being a perfectly sane and sober man... He decided that he would rush over and get a couple of rocks and then come back <laughs> and throw rocks at the rats. He heard two rats in the water. Yes. That's a very specific sound. Mm, apparently. There you go. Not drunk, though. This dude would win secret sound on the radio every time. <laughs> two rats fucking in a shallow lake. Well, it turns out he wasn't that good at the secret sound. Okay. Because he quickly realised it wasn't rats. When the black shape moved and a cigar-shaped creature lifted its head. Oh, dear. Its giant head and lifted it about one and a half feet above the water. Okay. The two stared at each other. <laughs> I'm thinking as Ken fucking shits his pants and reevaluates evaluates yeah. all of his life choices. <laughs> Ken decided not to throw rocks at the creature. And the creature... Disappeared under the water. Very good. In my mind, the creature just had the face of Ice Cube. (laughs) You're about to win the wet t-shirt competition. (laughs) I'll fuck you up. In September of 1981, Teresa Kovac stood in her house looking out onto Lake Erie when she claimed she saw a creature that, quote, was so large that it could easily capsize a boat. But it seemed to be playing. Fair enough. In 1983, Mary Landall and John Schaefer claimed that just before dawn, Mary went out to the front porch and later called out to John. Mary claimed she heard what sounded like a rowing sound. Okay, yep. Then realised it was not a boat. But an animal. Oh, wow. Moving through the water. The creature was greenish brown in colour, 40 to 50 feet long, with a long neck, and it appeared to have a huge grin on the side of its face. There you go. The couple felt that the creature was playing in the water. There you go. So they watched the creature as it continued to play and then disappeared when dawn broke. It is a very freaky thing to see. I've been on a salt river mm. up in the northern Spencer Gulf when a fucking 25-foot pilot whale was going through it. And that is a weird thing to see. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah that was it. Did it have a grin on its face? Was it frolicking? It was frolicking, but it did not have a grin on its face because locals were trying to chase it with a boat. Oh, fucking t- oh, Let's leave it alone. Yeah. Let it have a little frolic. If it wants to have a little frolic. It knows what it's doing. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, you know what? Every creature on this earth should be free to have a little frolic when it wants. Yeah. You know? Again, oh, my God. Yeah, get the French in. Yeah. They'll get it at its own frolicking time. Yeah. In 1986, David Monk claims to have come within seven feet of a, uh, quote, sea serpent in Lake Erie whilst out fishing. David claims the creature's eyes were as large as ostrich eggs and were on either side of the head like a horse. Oh. And its head was between 18 to 24 inches wide. Again... I just, what do you do when you don't have a banana for scale? Do you just use your dick? It's 80 dicks. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> then how big is your dick? It's like 12 inches. That's clearly four. It's clearly four. Oh. There were lots more similar reported sightings in the 80s. Then in the middle of 1989, Gail Kasner came forward with a picture from a fish finder. Oh, yeah. That she claims she got from someone else. (laughs) That clearly shows a sonar reading of something cigar-shaped about 35 feet in length and about 30 feet down. (laughs) I forgot to print it out. But it is literally just, you know, when because this is back, the technology was not what it was back in 1989. No. And it, it looks like something from Pong. Yeah. Literally, you've got like the line for the ocean and then there is a dot down towards the bottom line, which I guess is supposed to be the earth. <laughs> and I'm just looking at it and I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, like there's, there's literally a dot. Oh, yeah. no, I swear, it's got to be the monster. Or it's a dot. Um, it's a log. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's a whale fart. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Sightings occurred through the 90s as well. On September the 4th, 1990, 67-year-old Harold Bricker claimed that he and his son saw the creature whilst on a fishing trip. The creature moved approximately a thousand feet from their boat, but the creature swam, keeping pace with the boat. The creature they claim was 35 feet long with a snake-like head. Harold told reporters, I told my son that I wanted to go back and look at it. My son said, no way, that thing is bigger than we are. Banana for scale. (laughs) So we stayed where we were. There were three more sightings in September, including two locals who were both firefighters. Okay. I only mention it because the articles kept emphasizing they're firefighters. This is like legitimate God. I think firefighters are the new vicars. Yeah. You know, like firefighters wouldn't lie. So this is what 9-11 did. Yes. Yes, basically. Shut up. I have sex with one redhead. (laughs) And the third was a 50-year-old woman on vacation on Lake Erie. By the end of September, a weekly newspaper in Port Clinton ran a competition to name the creature and even set up a toll-free telephone number for people to call if they saw the creature. Oh. So at the end of the competition, the name Bessie was chosen. 
<sighs> A, because it was first seen near what is now the site of the Davis-Bessie nuclear power plant. Oh, God. So, to be honest, there is a fairly good chance that nuclear pollution may have just created a <laughs> 60-foot fucking sturgeon with arms yeah. that hates the French, apparently. <laughs> uh, also, because obviously it rhymes with Nessie, yeah. its Scottish counterpart. Yep. The owner of a local marina offered a $5,000 reward for anyone that caught Bessie alive. One of my favourite bits about this monster... In 1993, the infamous, we'll call it fiction paper, yeah, the Weekly World Report, yeah, who ran stories for decades on things like Bat Boy and Elvis is Alive and Aliens in Government, yeah, Bessie actually made the front cover of one of their papers, claiming the monster had sunk a sailboat on a three. Page special report. Fantastic. Would you like to see the front cover yes, of I this would. paper? Ba-bow. Oh, that is some Ray Harryhausen shit. How um, that is some of the best worst Photoshop I have ever seen in my life. Please describe it for the listeners. Okay, so what we are looking at is essentially a pleasure a, a pleasure boat, very much cruising into rough seas with a large, what is essentially a brachiosaur. <laughs> From something from, like, the land before time. Giving yeah. it some kind of deadly reach around. <laughs> and it's it's dragging it down to Davy Jones' locker for Netflix and chills. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to put that picture, like, up on our Instagram. It's, it's amazing. Fantastic. It's so bad. I fucking wish I worked at one of these papers. I know the shit that you could come up with, seriously. So good. Oh, my God. Like... Giant dildo becomes mayor of Albuquerque. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, would you believe the Wall Street Journal... Yeah. ...then ran an article on July the 29th, 1993, indicating their opinion that this was a clever... Clever, albeit over the years, yeah. nothing more than a mere marketing tool to bring tourists into an otherwise struggling area. But, oh, my God, have you seen the picture of it attacking the boat? Like, oh, legit. Oh, so they use their laser precision investigative eyes to spot that, but these lazy cunts can't spot the the housing crisis coming along? <laughs> the subprime mortgage debacle? Yeah, what? Uh, you didn't see interest rates going up? What? Why? Let's talk about a monster. <laughs> Talk about fucking distraction. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, Lord. Now, the town of Huron on the lakes did take a particular fascination in the creature and welcomed cryptozoologists from all around the country. And some of them declared themselves the National Live Capture and Control Centre for the Lake Erie Monster. I love it. Woo! Put that on a T-shirt. Brought to you by Monster Energy Drink. And now shit's getting real. Tom Solberg, owner of the Huron Lagoons Marina, now offered a $100,000 reward for the alive capture of the beast. Booyah! Made it! I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to offer right now a million dollars <laughs> for the capture of a live Yowie. Oh. A million dollars. Cash money. Mm. You bring me a live Yowie. But again, 
back to like some just- Duncan and Brooks Hot Sauce presents <laughs> one million dollar cash prize. Some just poor Yowie is going about his day just trying to have a shit in the woods. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up my door in three weeks and there's gonna be a dead koala in a bag. Yeah. Where's my money? Yeah, you're gonna have to live with that. Some fucking crackhead. <laughs> Give me my money. Uh, you've opened your own door. Million dollars, people. Well, you can contact him at at the John Brooks. <laughs> J-O-N-B-I-W-O-K-S. Like uh, the shoes. One uh, million dollars. One million dollars. Well, hopefully, like your reward, yeah. no one has collected the $100,000 reward either. Funny that. But sightings have continued to service in the 2000s. The Ottawa Citizen reported in its August the 13th, 2001 edition that, this is a quote, <clears throat> since August 2001, terror has gripped Lake Erie's coastline communities as an unknown aquatic predator has been savagely attacking swimmers, especially those unlucky enough to have taken a dip off the Pump House Beach near Port Dover, Ontario. In a span of less than 24 hours, no less than three, three people, including the 47-year-old Brenda McCormack, were bitten by a large, unseen animal. 100 bucks says it was a seal. Initially, (laughs) the fingers all pointed at the Lake Erie monster. Yeah. It was concluded that the bites were from a bowfin fish, which becomes protective of an area once it lays its eggs. Oh, that's fucking great. Uh, All I can think of is like, it's like that, um, it's like that virology saying, if you hear like um, hoof sounds in Central Park, don't go looking for a zebra. (laughs) (laughs) This area, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now, as the 2000s progressed, sightings have become less and less frequent. So what exactly is the Lake Erie Monster? Is it possible that some giant dinosaur patrols the lake? No. (laughs) I'm just imagining the intake intake duct of a nuclear power plant getting clogged up one day with a large cylindrical animal. (laughs) Just some guy with a stick. Just <laughs> Like when you get bubble tea and you get that one fucking tapioca bead that just gets stuck. Oh, yes. Like, motherfucker. Oh, God damn it. Uh, most skeptics believe the creature was nothing more than large sturgeons. Yeah. Which look, to be honest, like they look like a snake crossed with a dinosaur and they can live for 150 years. Yeah, and pre-European settlement were probably in a, quite a healthy balance in the ecosystem, so probably grew quite large. Yeah, exactly. And there's there's no limit on their growth potential. Yeah. However, yeah. and this could be why sightings <laughs> definitely dropped down over the years. Yeah. Sturgeons are actually native to the area and are native to the lake. But their eggs are used to make caviar. Ah. In the 1800s, the Sandusky Lakeshore became known as the caviar capital of North America. Right. And like most of the creatures in North America, when the colonizers arrived, were hunted to the brink of extinction. Yep. Even for the creatures that survived this... They would then have to endure decades, if not 
a century of pollution and toxic chemicals, including raw sewerage and pure gasoline, (laughs) being pumped directly into the river. As a result, the lake twice was was declared as having a completely dead ecosystem. Why are you pumping gasoline into a lake? Why? We're actually going to go on to that next week. Oh, my God. Researching this. This is the same leak that had caught fire 15 times. Once? For me once. (laughs) (laughs) Burn my lake 15 times, we've got a problem. Uh, So it could be. There may very well have been a monster in this lake. Yeah. Very good chance that they killed it. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. But with a lake that is ten times as long as Loch Ness, Bessie's secrets may never be known. But the legend of the Lake Erie Monster lives on in Lake Erie Monster beer made by the Great Lakes Brewing Company of Cleveland. Nice. And a minor league hockey team called the Lake Erie Monsters. That's so cute. (laughs) That's so cute. Um, so yeah, pretty much, yeah, in recent years, all sightings have completely dropped off. And the other theory, and this reminds me, okay, in where we are in Adelaide, there's a particular uh, stretch of water down Port Adelaide yeah, that had wild dolphins living in the lakes. Yeah. And then again, you know, when industrialization started, everyone was putting, you know, chemicals, all the pollution was just going straight into the water. Yeah. And then all these poor, you know, dolphins started dying. A few survived. The ones that survived have, a, like, basically they adapted yeah. to all this, like, high levels of pollution. Now, as, you know, obviously, the, you know, they're trying to make lengths to try and improve the water quality of the yeah. Port River. Some people are now worried that these dolphins that have adopted to this toxic environment... <laughs> They're worried that if they if we clean the water too much, the dolphins won't be able to survive in completely clean water. So they basically have to be like weaned off the toxic chemicals oh that have been in their environment God. for so long. And that made me think that could be of this creature of like the few. So there's some, you know, smart, intelligent sturgeon that somehow has managed to survive hundred years of overfishing, just living in these dark, you know, like rivers. Yeah. And then all of this toxic pollution and just killed everything. And it just, it just didn't have a little girlfriend to play with. No. (laughs) And then two rednecks tried to sell it as a tourism attraction. Snacked it up to a wall. Oh. So, what do you think? Do you think there was any ever anything in Lake Erie? Do you think there's something still in Lake Erie? Odds are, just a very big sturgeon. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Kind of killed the magic. A little I'm bit. fucking. I've got a public sector job again. I don't have any magic left <laughs> in me. The magic's but is, gone. But this is a sturgeon. How do you account for the human arms? Hey, hey. The fact that everyone ran on rum <laughs> and wood alcohol back then. What about the silver scales, hey? Drag queens. <laughs> drag queens and wood alcohol. That's what we're saying. <laughs> like your monster is nothing but drag queens and drunk Frenchmen. Yeah. 
Again, I cannot wait for our history show where we just tell history as it really was. The truth they don't want you to know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so oh, I feel bad. And you know what? Next week, yeah. we're actually going to have a look at, because I was the same, how does a fresh water lake catch fire? <laughs> so I thought, you know what? Fuck it. So I started looking into it. So next week, we're going to have a look in because it is an absolute horror story. Oh, God. And we're going to find out how does a freshwater lake catch fire 15 times? 15. Looking forward to that. Fool me once. 15 <laughs> times. Jesus fire. Fucking Christ. Water. On fire. Yeah. <laughs> that is our special effects for next week Be- as well. Beautiful. <laughs> and if you have a dick pic to send us, please oh. send it to us at realmouthmen at gmail.com.au. Um, if you have your own theories on the Lake Erie monster, uh, let us know. If you've got anything you want to talk about, anything you think we should cover, uh, let us know. Drag queens and wood alcohol. <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds like a good night right here. <laughs> and just remember, next time that you know you're out relaxing by the lake in your canoe, just remember a good lake eerie monster eats the Oh no, I ruined it. There's no carpet on a boat. <laughs> yeah, I know, I was like, God damn it. Uh eats the then I'm like, I know no nautical terms whatsoever. I was gonna be like, it eats the I have I didn't I've been on a boat once and the fisherman got me drunk. Um Oh god. Uh, just remember, Rumpelman <laughs> eat the carpet and something about boats. Ahoy. Oh Jesus Christ. What? And there's no no in necrophilia. <laughs> they gave me this rum drink. I got seasick. I don't, I, out. I'm not here to give you counselling. I woke up on the Great Barrier Reef. Fucking Good hell. day. Oh, Good day. Jesus Christ. It's what? It's a true story. It's the boat that they filmed Dead Calm on. Oh not the fancy God. yacht. The shitty one that had all the dead people on it. Only yeah. you would find fucking movie trivia in being roofied. <laughs> my life i'm gonna, gonna go let, i'm gonna go let my son out of the bedroom he's not locked up there this is not like he's willingly in the bedroom he is yeah you know we're gonna stop this now okay <laughs>